Welcome back again, friends, to your daily Bible podcast. Today we are going to look at the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 11 through 16. Now, these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors, and the teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do His work and to build up the church, the body of Christ. Okay, real quick, let's stop and just look at what um, the Apostle Paul has just told us. One of the things that we so often get wrong in church life, especially in the Western church that I have uh, grown up and spent my life in, is that we expect the gifted people, the leaders, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, our pastors and our teachers, we expect them, us, to do the work of the ministry, to do the work, to carry the responsibility of the ministry. In the Western church model, um, we all go about our daily lives. We earn money that we give to the church so that the pastors can do the work. But that's not what pastors' responsibilities is or are. The Bible says the pastor's responsibility, the teacher's responsibility, the evangelists, the prophets, the apostles are to what? Equip us, equip God's people to do the work. Equip God's people to do the work and build up the church. See, this faith was never intended to be done by professionals. The job of the pastor, the job of the leader, is to train and equip the body of Christ, the people of God, to do the work of ministry, to release us, to release people into their gifting, to encourage them and train them so that they mature in their faith. Verse 13. This will continue. So this training and equipping will continue, it says, until... We all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Oh my goodness. So what did Paul just tell us? Well, the work of growing, the responsibility of growing in our faith is an ongoing process until we become like Jesus. That's the standard, not your neighbor, not the other person that you sit next to at church. This isn't about how many Bible verses you memorize and if you know more than that person knows or how many studies that you've done or how much you give. It's about your Christ-likeness. Again, following Paul's train of thought, the responsibility of church leaders is to train and equip you the body of Christ, so that you can continue to grow and continue to grow and continue to grow until he says this, you measure up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Verse 14, then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever that they sound like the truth. Okay, so again, the way we resist false teaching, even false teaching, according to Paul here, that's really convincing. So clever, it sounds like it's true. That's all around us, folks. The way we resist that false teaching is that we continually 
place ourselves in a position of submission to leaders who teach us and train us and equip us, and we take growing in our faith, growing in our knowledge, becoming more like Jesus seriously. That is how, Paul says, we prevent ourselves from being blown and tossed to and fro by every wind of new teaching, is that we continue to grow. Don't stay stuck. Don't stay static in your faith. Dive into the Word of God. Dive into small group fellowship. Dive into serving in a local church. Dive into teaching. Read the Word. Do everything you can do to keep on growing. Serve. Use your gifts. Don't let yourself become stale or static. Don't let this pandemic or anything else stop you from the habits, from the rhythms, from the routines that you need to continue to grow in your faith. Verse 15, instead, we speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of this body, the church. Verse 16, he makes the whole body fit together perfectly as each part does its own special work. It helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. We need you. We need each other. It's through the gifts that God has placed in you as you use them in the context of the church that God builds me that he grows me. We help grow each other. We are in a symbiotic, symbiotic relationship together. Your growth and my growth are connected as we use our gifts alongside of one another to serve in the local church. When we do that, it says, when we each do our own special work, the whole body becomes healthy and grows and is full of love. Do you want to see the kingdom of God advance in your community? Do you want to see more love on display in your community? Do you want to see more health on display in your community? Then serve in the local church. Use your gifts. Give what you have to offer. Each one is something unique, something different, something beautiful that Christ has placed in you for the purpose of encouraging, equipping, building up his people so that together we all grow to become more and more like him you can't sit on the sidelines any longer this isn't a spectator sport you can't watch from the grandstands to be part of the family of god means we get in and we get dirty we work alongside each other we bear with one another we work through difficulties we speak the truth in love to one another we continue pressing forward together especially when times get hard because then we won't be blown to and fro by the wind then we will be rooted then we will be established then jesus can use us to build his church as we become more and more like jesus let's pray God, I thank you today that you are the builder of your church, that you have promised us that as you build your church, the gates of hell will not prevail against her, that you have put us on a mission, God, to see this world radically changed. We're not a social club. We are agents of change in this world by your Holy Spirit, and I pray, God, that we will continue to grow and continue to use our gifts to do your work. I pray it in Jesus' name.